the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. The good, the bad, and the Boucherian. And folks, you're listening to the good, the bad, and the Boucherian. My guy. Kubo Asema. Poor, poor, how are you? Dengue, how are you? Squad, you're on the podcast, man. I mean, I thought you were just calling me for a phone call. Yeah, for 10 minutes. It's a, podca- a 10 minute podcast. I was looking at some of my friends doing great things. I was like, hey, Lennox is the cost of As, I appreciate it. As well as speaking of, last year was a very win year for you. I mean, graduating, landing a job in one of the greatest cities in the world. Is it really one of the greatest cities? Um, I want to ask Not you. Not one. It is the greatest. <laughs> Everyone says that until they move away and they're like, was, is it all that really? I think it is. I mean, I've been here for about five months, and I think it's the best place to be, honestly, for young people. So I'm I'm loving it so far. Really? You're actually the first person who's not complained about New York and how overrated it is? When I first uh, came to the place, it, it was kind of hard to, you know, uh, you're moving for your first full-time job. It's it's very difficult to, to transition. So as once you find your people, once you find your place, I think it becomes much better. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, can you mm-hmm. identify a moment from your past that shaped who you are today? Okay, uh, a moment from my past. I think just my whole life uh, growing up in Nairobi and the kind of background that I had, I think just shaped up who I am. It, I can't say it's necessarily a moment. Mm-hmm. Just generally my whole, I'll say the first 19, 20 years of my life, um, just kind of shape what I want in my life moving forward, what kind of careers I want to pursue, where I want to go to school, so that kind of thing. How did it shape, in what ways did it shape what you want now? Hey man, uh, I don't want to trouble dumping a podcast, but... Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just growing up without much, um, my parents didn't have a lot growing up and just seeing that kind of struggle, it just like pushes you, you know, to do much better things in life. And I think for me, that was it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. do you, do you feel this far you've made all the right decisions necessary that you could have with what you had? I don't think anyone can make all the right decisions in life. I'm I'm a hundred percent proud of where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm heading in the right direction. I am. Yeah. I am proud of the decisions I made there that much. The things that I feel like I'll have done differently. Like what? Past, but uh let's say like after i graduated i had the chance to like you know work with this organization that have helped me with my applications i decided not to because i wanted to volunteer with pace maybe it's a reason why i only got into one school um out of the 20 that i applied to but still i got into a school that turned out to be uh wonderful i loved it led me to other uh better opportunities so i don't necessarily have any regrets it's just that you know the other things i could have done differently but I still have no regrets. Yes. Yeah. And now as well that you're doing really well for yourself, over the years, mm-hmm. how has your understanding of success and happiness evolved? Sorry, could you repeat that? Uh, how has your understanding of success and happiness evolved over the years? Um, I think at first I used to think once, like I have this great job and like have a place of my own, have my own room i'll be i'll be really happy but like i'm there and i realize 
we always set goals for ourselves. And then once we reach there, we set other goals for ourselves. So it's almost like we're almost chasing something. And eventually we realize that you just have to be happy at the moment. And for me, that's, that's something that I've realized success is not defined to like the kind of job you have and like where you live, that kind of thing. It's, it's mostly just the kind of people you have around you. I, again, not to trauma dump the podcast, you're aware of like how my life has been the past six months. And I think it's been great. The kind of connections that are formed around me. And it, it was, it was just lovely knowing that I have such people around me. So that's, that's how I view success, the kind of relationships I have and uh, how strong they are. Yes. And yeah. that as well, now as you even become more, quote unquote, successful, at least to people's eyes in terms of the monetary aspect, how are you learning to know and decipher who really is with you for the long haul and these are your people, people, and who's really with you for the transactional bit of things? So Lennox can probably plug me for a job or as Kenyans would do, someone will try scam you and tell you, send me some money. So for you, how are you learning to decipher that? Before I answer that question, Billy, let me say, I don't know why people think that we are successful. PS is to my star Goku banner. In, in... <laughs> we are living paycheck to paycheck, but it's not as if we're like, we're, we're like millionaires or shit. Like, to Nakula and Jayahuku. Life is tough, but... PSA for I mean, everyone much... who was waiting to ask you for Kitukidogo after the podcast. Yeah. What angoja banner, but... Yeah, sorry, could you repeat that question? I just had to mention that. <laughs> so have you learned to decipher who's really with you for the long mm-hmm. haul and who are really your people? Because you see, again, a lot of guys tell us, at the, like, get married early so you know who your wife is with you, for, not for the money, or, like, you know, establish your support system early enough so you know who is with you for the long haul and not for the things you can offer now with the success of money. So for you, how have you learned to decipher who are really your people and who are just, you know, acquaintances and guys just for the moment i don't think there's there's anything for people to like get like where i am in life right now a hundred percent of people i'm with are people who i'm struggling with like mm-hmm. I, I, like if someone was was to like you know be in my life just for the sake of like the quote-unquote success it's not as if i'm successful like so i don't think i've had to think about that a lot Mm. mostly because like i just know for a fact i have nothing to offer other than you know my presence and uh yeah real mm-hmm. yeah so even as you wind up for you you're a, last time we talked we talked about how you are an introvert however again i've always seen this quote that sometimes extroverts get opportunities that introverts ha- would otherwise get but just because intro- extroverts are, it's very easy for them to put themselves out there they get those opportunities so for you do you think that has that ever been the case in any part of your life? But as well, how would you advise someone who has the same nature to show up in the world and still be the authentic self without feeling like they have to change themselves or whatever? That's a that's a very interesting question. I don't know because I always felt like I was an introvert more on the social aspect of things, but when it came to like my career and my education, I was more of an extrovert. Like I. I, I felt as if there was no reason for me to hold back in terms of like going for opportunities and like talking to people who might help me build my career. So it kind of depends. You, I feel like people can be both. You don't necessarily have to be an introvert and lock yourself into that box. Mm-hmm. Like you can choose, you know, to have like a very 
uh, low social battery, but still feel comfortable, like reaching out to people uh, on LinkedIn, like going to like events, that kind of thing. It's not a, you're either one and not the other. You can, you can definitely be both. So, you know. Yes. Ah, that's actually perspective, amazing perspective. So lastly, um, mm-hmm. with the benefit of hindsight, um, how do you plan to approach uh, 2024 differently from how you approached 2023? So my resolution for this year was just to be outside the house. I feel like in 2023, I felt as if like, you know, I there was no reason for me to be out there. I'd gotten everything that I wanted to get. I graduated, got into a good school after that, and I felt as if I, you know, quote unquote, made it. But then I just realized, you know, I have to be out of the house. I have to be out here meeting people, forming connections. You can't just like get stagnant. And uh, like you mentioned, I, I thought I was an introvert, but I'm realizing like I enjoy actually talking to people, going to events, hosting events. I'm actually hosting events myself which is something i never done so wow kind of kind of big deal yeah good for the you one man. i hosted yeah thanks but like the one i hosted Ilikuwa event here was now uh in three years alafu like only two or three people showed up it was disappointing but it's the it's the thing like you know you expect when you're starting off i've never hosted an event of myself obviously i wasn't expecting it to be a big hit like you know, you're a gala, something like that. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's a small step. Yes. Uh, we are heading in the right direction. Yeah. True. If someone <laughs> says, that's good, says, at the journey of a thousand uh, miles, that's one step. I mean, one as, step for sure. As long as you're making the progress, I mean, at the end of the year, mm-hmm. we'll look back and say, wow, look how things stand out, you know. <laughs> yeah. The goal is to compare yourself with who you are last year, not uh, not other people. So exactly. last year, I, will, I don't think I will have hosted such an event. So, for me to make such a move, I think it's it's uh, it's an indication I'm heading somewhere. True, true. And uh, yeah. if you need any help, any consultation, your guy is always here to you know help in whatever way I can. So thank you so much for, for sure, gracing for sure. this, this uh, episode. May all this, mm-hmm. may anything you plan and anything you hand touch this new year turn into gold, as they call it, the matter touch. May all your plans prosper this new year, and as well for your family. And again, thank you so much for being on this episode. So let the listeners tweet at us at the Bushan Pod. Follow us at the good, the bad, and the Bushan. And tell us all the things about all the things you think about this um, quick snapshot episode. And have a lovely week ahead, folks. And cheers.